G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision 180. Live different. Different. You're on Vision 180. Steve's my name. It's so good to be with you this evening. And I have got some special guests from right across the ditch. They go by the name of Dom, Laura and Rachel. Together they form the band called The Stations. Hi, guys. Welcome on board. Kia ora. Hey. Kia ora. Oh, so good to hear from you. Uh, we've been playing your music now for oh, several months and uh, loving it. The uh, the song belongs. So thank you so much for that song to start with. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks. I was thinking maybe we could start. I, let's let's introduce each of you because I was looking through your website and I'm like, okay, cool. Rachel, Dom, Laura, brother and sister, and one's married, and I couldn't figure out who was who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so Dom here, obviously. Um, I'm married to Laura. So Hi, we, I'm here. We, we uh, just been married just over four years. Yeah. And um and my sister Rachel. Is the other blonde one in the band? <laughs> the other blonde one, hi. <laughs> the other blonde. So, Laura, you got the brown hair. Rachel, you got the blonde yes. hair. <laughs> and we can marry them all up and look at the photos now and go. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Connect the dots. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So good. Um, but you guys, how long have you been together now as a as a band? Oh my gosh, uh, 2018, around about um, October, all, September. All, yeah, 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 September. Yeah, about September. So. Somebody two and a half years. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but two, yeah, two and a so, half years. It feels like longer. Yeah. yeah, it feels like we've done a lot in that time. Yeah, it's true. So what happened? How did you get together? Uh, well, we Laura and I were watching Netflix one night, and then um, we, as you do, and we we're like, we should, do we should try something different. You know, we should, um, we we should do something different for for once. And so we turned off Netflix and we decided to try writing a song. And that's where we kind of got the idea for actually starting band. And then we thought, well, we'd love, we'd love if Rachel could be in, in this band too, because she's got amazing talent, songwriting and singing and everything. So, so um, yeah, we, we made a first song together and just released it with a music video. And um, that's right. I remember yeah. I had a four-month-old yeah. newborn. And I remember going out of the room because he was crying and Dom and Laura were on the phone to me and they were talking about the <laughs> song they'd written. And I was in the bathroom looking at the bath and thinking, man, I've got to clean the bath. <laughs> and then um, I was like, oh, I'd love to hear the song. Yeah, that sounds like a cool idea. Let's, I haven't heard this part of the story before. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's make a band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it all began. I love it. And what did you think of that original song, though? Did you go, oh, can we change it? <laughs> um, do you mean right, right away? <laughs> it was pretty much a fait accompli. Like, you know, that was the condition on joining the band. It was the first song. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. It was a great song. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, Don played it to me on the keyboard and um, he had a really 80s vibe for it at the beginning mm. that's right mm-hmm. and so we got really excited about that um, but then the final version was a lot more worshipful we went to the church and recorded a video it was really fun it was 
utter chaos as well, but it was fun. Yeah, they usually are, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, looking back, it was it was such simple production. We recorded it in our bedroom at our, our old rental and, and just... Pre- like I, I can't even say produced it because we just kind of <laughs> threw it together and then. Didn't we have two um, uh, like bed slats up from the old single bed? Yeah, it was really, really DIY. Really, really DIY. <laughs> yeah, but um, but no, we, I mean, people seem to like the song. This is um, before the days when Facebook really controlled all, all of your oh, all yeah. the algorithms on on the streams and stuff. So yeah. it did pretty well. We we're yeah. pretty stoked. Well, did you have? I, I've noticed that you've been doing some stuff with parachute music as well. Um, did they have anything to do with that one at that stage when it got um, released? No, they didn't. No. Yeah, at, the, at that time it was it was very, very fresh. I don't, they had no idea who we were, and it was <laughs> it was the next song after that that um, Rachel was actually working with the producer oh, that's right. at Parachute, um, Nick Manders, who we've been working with um, since. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it was amazing. You know, I wrote that song, and we were thought thinking about producing it ourselves again because you know costs and everything and then I just thought what if we just try contacting one of the best producers in New Zealand and just yeah. see what they think because he'd worked with Brooke Fraser he's worked with Golden Horse um, Big Runger Big Runger lots of big New Zealand names and we knew he was a Christian is a Christian yeah. and so I just sent it to him and said what do you think of this song would you consider producing it and he said, I love it. And so then um, we, we got together and started chatting about, it just broadened our horizons about what was possible. Mm, and yeah. you know, our producer makes a song so different. I mean, we, we knew that we brought what we could to the song from our end. We'd done what we could and, but bringing it to Nick really just made us feel like this, this is, this is a real band producing mm-hmm. real music. Well, you know, like it's, he would push us. He would push us, to, he would to, push us yeah. To give the best that we yeah. could get. Um, unlike my, my really unrefined... No, 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 it's not a comparison. <laughs> no, it totally is, though. Like, it was the next step for us, and, and we knew we had to take it. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we just we just did it. it was totally and so I guess you've, you've got your little song, and then you go, this is cool, and then you have to, I guess, release it and let somebody else go, hey, let's try this. And you go, oh, I don't want to. It's my favourite song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is it, yeah. I, I guess there's a there's a connection um, to the song itself, and then there's you know there's there's a bit of pressure and um, uh, when you you're I guess essentially performing on on demand and you have to be using your time wisely in the studio. So um, yeah, it's really good for, for honing your skill um, and your, your craft when you're in the studio with someone that good. Mm. Um, yeah. It's just invaluable. So good. Well, should we push play on that song now? Yeah. So the song that um, was first produced by Nick. Was called floodgates and um well that was written um just after you know i had the four month old newborn and he started to get quite sick he stopped feeding and every day just became a battle and i really had to pray um like five six ten times a day um just to feed him i'd just be praying our father who art in heaven try and get him to feed um he had silent reflux and um so every day I just felt like I depended on God um, and then eventually the medicine um, kicked in and he started recovering and I just remember seeing um, the picture of Jesus that had fallen down from the wall at, um, when he was about six months and thinking, oh wow, I've stopped praying. You know, I used to look at that picture and pray and 
and now I don't need to, like he's feeding and I feel like I didn't need God as much anymore and it was just a moment of kind of remorse I suppose, of just like I'm sorry God that I've just turned to you in the hard times and forgotten you in the good times and um, yeah and so I felt the, just a wave of God's mercy um, washing over me and just the words, the floodgates of mercy open up to me. So it was just a, it was just a conversation with God really I guess about returning to him um, and that's what this song was born out of. I forget where I came from. On Vision 180, Steve with you, and we are enjoying having a chat with Dom, Laura, and Rachel from the stations. And, uh, well, they're joining us tonight from New Zealand, and you guys sound like you're having a great time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the Sorry, biscuits in the background. <laughs> oh, I've only got a coffee Cheese, so. cheese and crackers cheese and crackers. actually <laughs> Sounds like a great cheese. night Got the fire crackling so, yeah. <laughs> The heat pump <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Well hey let's, let's find out a bit more about you guys Your early music influences and things What uh, has spurred you guys with your, your current music formats Because it's quite nice oh. um, Early music influences um, Well to be honest We did listen to a lot of Christian music growing up um, Dad, in his early Christian days, burned all of his CDs. Well, they weren't CDs. They were like um, um, re- re- records, record cassette tapes. Records. Okay. So we, we had a long period of listening oh. to the Donut Man with the Donut Repair Club for children. <laughs> um, we salty. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> yep. um, we were in a choir. We Ron sung Canole. a lot of Latin music. And a Ron Canole, yeah, Maranatha music. Yep. So Jewish folk music, like honestly, everything. <laughs> Dad was into everything. Yeah, and so we have to acknowledge that part of our of our music education. <laughs> that's, um, that's from that, yeah. and that's us. That's and then from Laura. And Dom side. Yeah. yeah, for me, it was um, very heavily classical because my mum is a um, was a concert pianist or is um, well was a concert pianist now teaches, and um, so we we had a very um, heavy classical. Um, upbringing, but there was my dad, you know, bringing in his his jazz and his um, UB40, you know, the <laughs> nice reggae in there and Dire Straits. So, you know, mm-hmm. it was a nice, like, kind of balance as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, a bit of everything. I like it. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So, how long have you been playing instruments as well then? Does that mean, Laura, you grew up playing piano or violin or I don't, I don't know? No. Um, but yeah, violin. So I've been um, playing violin since I was about seven years old, so quite a long time now. Um, don't reach. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to pass the question so she could eat her cracker. Uh, um, I, I've been playing guitar cheese. since I was about eight years old. Yeah, as well. It seems like they all start us around the same similar mm. age. And Rachel yeah. um, took piano lessons as well. I did piano. Um, we learned. From Sister Leon, a French nun. She was very, um, she was good, very strict. Yeah. I, the first instrument I actually learned was my dad taught me the mandolin. Um, so that was a real bonding experience. I haven't gone on to continue playing the mandolin. But um, yeah, we, we, that's a, one of the things in our family we, we were sort of forced to learn an instrument. So yeah, I mean, I'd say Dom is the multi-instrumentalist out of all of us. He mm. plays piano, banjo, guitar, ukulele. It's kind of crazy, actually. Drums. You're really like Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> you know. 
You're going to walk around the big drum on your back next. <laughs> Bass. What are the other things? I don't know. Teacups. Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, you name it. What about a harmonica? Have you got that as well? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, we're not that folk. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I next year we audition. You do, for... you do have a harmonica. Don't, yeah. <laughs> not in the band. <laughs> You'll audition for Ren Collective next. Yeah. Ren Collective, yeah. Yeah. I actually learned piano myself, so I only got to grade two and I went, oh, I've had enough, and then I sort of regret it now. So anyway, it's all good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a two different things, eh? Like playing because you love the song. And then trying to read the music on paper and doing all the maths and yeah. doing the exams. That is kind of like counterintuitive for some musicians. Yeah, that's what I was like. No, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. No more exams. And then mum didn't bother with the lessons, which I'm oh, a bit of a bummer. But I'm sorry to hear oh, that. Oh, it really stop, sucks stop, to stop, be you. That's okay. Aww. Sounds like you never really found the key. <laughs> oh, 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 see what you did there. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay. So, enough about me and stuff. Uh, what do you guys do, actually? Um, because I know a lot of musos, music is not always a full-time gig. What do you do apart from playing in the band? Yeah, um, so I'm a, I'm a secondary school teacher um, at a local school here in, here in Auckland. Um, yeah, I teach religious education and, and um, English and media studies uh, and Laura. I, am, um, I do accounting and um, H and human resources for a hospitality company, so yeah, quite different, very different. Very different. And rage. <laughs> and I'm a mum of three boys, yeah. um, I was a, a teacher, and um, at the moment I also do a lot of singing for things like ads, mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of singing <laughs> for like companies that say um, Les Mills Gym, and they'll take the, you know, the, yeah, they'll take the songs sort of online for people to do workouts too. Um, yeah, and I work with young artists, some young artists just developing them and helping write songs with them, so wow. quite a mix. So if I turn the radio on in New Zealand, there's a good chance I might hear you in a jingle. Yeah, it might be Lipospheric Vitamin C ad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> have to go and look for that now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, look, shall we play another song of you, from you guys? Yeah, great. <laughs> All right, let's play Belong. Do you want to tell us about that one? Yeah, um, so Belong really is a, is a song that just um, comes from our desire to see Christian unity. And, um, yeah, when, I mean, we've, you know, having grown up in, um, in, in our own religious tradition and then experiencing so many different, um, so many different Christian traditions over the years, um, as, and, and even as we perform at Festival One and, and um, record... You know, and at parachute music and, and the likes, it's it's been really eye-opening to see, um, in some good ways, how, how different Christians are, but then also in some other other ways, the need for unity. Um, just knowing that there's there's so much more that um, we have in common um, than there is that divides us. And so, this song, I guess, is just a yearning for um, for us to see uh, unity among mm. Christians, and also just to uh, encourage people to be a part of the Christian community, whatever that looks like for them, uh, is to be active and, yeah, and just to, to belong to it, essentially. I used to think it's a long and lonely road to heaven, each to his own. 
You're on Vision 180, Steve's my name, and I don't know about you, but uh, I've been enjoying having a talk with the Sations um, all the way from New Zealand, and it's a pleasure having you guys still here. I can't believe you haven't hung up on me, so this is great. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, we've been talking about different music and stuff. You guys have been playing at Festival One, which is basically the replacement for Parachute Festival in New Zealand. And I reckon you guys are probably one of the luckiest bands at the moment actually getting to play music in front of live people. Yeah, well, it's the upgrade to Parachute. <laughs> it's, um, it is. It's such a privilege, such a buzz being able to go there and um, and honestly see so many faces that we've never met before. You know, it's um, often we will hear from people we know, like friends or family, um, but there you've just got it's so cool looking out into the crowd and seeing people sing along to the words and mm. yeah it's and just being able to reach people with our message it's it gives us a feeling of of like mission what we're supposed to be doing and there's there've been some pretty amazing amazing acts coming over from over, from overseas and before COVID it was it was just amazing to have Lauren Daigle here and and the year before that for King and Country and just to see these performers. And on Millen too, it was just incredible. I agree. I mean, I was going to say, you guys are, haven't been together too long as such as a band, but I mean, seeing people sing and know all your songs, it must give you a real buzz. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really special. And, um, you know, the first year, really, no one knew any of our songs because we, we very much got in at the last minute and um, we had only just released, you know, maybe one or maybe two songs. But mm-hmm. certainly... Um, this year, earlier this year when we played, it, it was really cool seeing people singing along um, who heard our, our songs either on radio or uh, Spotify. And yeah, it's pretty surreal. I mean, jumping on the stage straight after, uh, you know, or like Lauren Daigle and then uh, Paper Cranes, another local Kiwi band. And um, yeah, it's, it's been really amazing. I mean, we, we definitely saw a different festival this year, um, given that uh, COVID happened. Um, but we still got to, to open for John Guerra, who's um, kind of more like an indie Christian artist and um, someone whose music we love. So, uh, yeah, it's, really, it's a real honor. Yeah, that's great. Well, how have you guys gone regarding the COVID situation specifically? I mean, it's, it was definitely um, difficult because last year was actually the year we decided to fundraise for our album. <laughs> oh, what a time to start fundraising. Yeah, that would have been fun. <laughs> So we knew we wanted to record an album with that same producer. Um, so we knew we wanted it at a high quality. So it wasn't going to be. It, it, we would we would have to fundraise essentially to do it. Um, excuse me. So we we uh, prayed about it because we just didn't know whether or not we we it was right to mm. ask people for money and then and take their money um, in a year like this one. But we felt after a lot of prayer that we were just being called to do it and, and that there was so much momentum coming from the songs we'd released and um, the feedback we're getting from people so we we just made it happen and um, and put it out there and through some amazing generosity we, uh, we managed to reach our fundraising goal. Mm. So it was about 10 grand or something wasn't it? Did I see that correctly? Yeah, that right. must be so nervous doing that going a lot uh, are we going to get anybody and then seeing it slowly creep up yeah I think the thing though about having a faith and like a faith based uh, music is, is that we really believe 
the message there's in our music we really feel that it's a message that needs to get out there and I mean um, I know that every other Christian artist feels that too but so we, well, we just went into it thinking if this is meant to be we'll, um, we'll raise enough money because we certainly didn't have the funds just to pour into it um, and we we just yeah we we let people know if they wanted to give they're welcome to give and we weren't really expecting to raise the whole thing but we we did like over and above we raised more than 10 grand yeah. people emailing and offering to give more which is, is really cool because churches too yeah um, whole churches wanting to help out which is so cool that's amazing yeah well i was gonna say what um churches did you grow up in so we we all grew up catholic um, so and, and we still are today. Um, so we, but while we have that, um, I guess more traditional, you might say, upbringing, we also um, have a lot of exposure with, I guess, what you might call um, like charismatic side of faith as well. You know, really. Um, we were all part of a Christian community growing up, so that was an um, interdenominational community um, of of people from all churches. Well, you know, like a, like you've got Anglican or Baptist, or, um, and Angelical. we would meet. Yeah, we would meet together on Sundays. We'd have, yeah, we, we'd have very vibrant <laughs> prayer, 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 and you know, praise and worship. So I, I feel like we've got the full spectrum of yeah. Yeah. of faith, but we can we can appreciate, I think, the beauty of all denominations. Yeah, mm. yeah I, I just believe that like we together are the body of Christ. You know, it's mm. the Catholic Church, the Anglican Church, the Baptist Church. We're all Christ, Christ's body, and so that's something to really cherish. Yeah, I remember when I was growing up, we had we basically knew everybody from all the other churches around. It's quite good. So, mm. uh, still to this day, you know, you, you know people from all over the area. It's great. Yeah. So I would, yeah. Yeah. If anybody's thinking about doing that and you you want that whole thing, get the different youth groups together. It's worth it. Mm, Absolutely. It is. It is. So memorable. Mm. And I think what we try and focus on with our music is that personal relationship with Christ. So, yeah, that's good. It's almost like we're trying to convey the way that we pray or, you know, the conversations we have with God. And we hope that we'll be able to to pass some of that on to people just to show them how how that looks like to have that personal relationship with Christ. what, what are the words we can use? Yeah. What are the emotions we can bring mm-hmm. before Him? What you know? What's the suffering? What are the highs and the lows? Um, I think that's something that I just think is really it's valuable to us, and we want it. We want it to be valuable to other Christians. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess because we have normal jobs and normal lives, um, and we're not we don't spend our whole lives touring and just playing on stages. It's um, we, we hope that, that our music can be authentic in that manner. Like it just mm. reaches normal people. Um, yep. And, yeah. Oh, I like it. It's great. Well, keep doing what you're doing. Hey, should we do one more song? Right. Sure. All right. What have we got left on the list? Are we, no, we've got a few. <laughs> Surprise us. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I saw the video clip uh, and it's quite nice. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so this song was, um, it kind of started off with this little riff that uh, Dom was playing in the spare room and I thought, oh man, this sounds really cool. Um, and you know, we, we got together and we started writing this, this song and we decided, we thought, how about we get you know, friends that we know, people that we don't know quite so well just yet, ask them if they'll you know, sing the song and we'll see if we could piece it together. Let's just make it a project. And it was just amazing like, to, to 
see how many people actually engage with the project um, and in the end it just results in this kind of like beautiful amalgamation of people from different cultures, different walks of life. It was just so awesome just to see the support. Yeah. Well, let's let's play it now, and uh, Pip can go and have a look at the video as well. But this is thank you by the stations here on Vision One Hundred and Eighty. On Vision One Hundred and Eighty, Steve's my name, and we've been chatting with the stations all evening tonight, and it's so good to hear from you guys. Uh, if anybody doesn't know much about them, um, head to their website, and you can check them all out. Yes, thestations.com. Not Google the stations. Do you want to autocorrect? <laughs> that's right, that's right. Thanks for clarifying. I've had that happen a few times. But you guys have been playing and stuff and doing your thing. How many times have you come across any famous people and got starstruck? Because it's pretty easy to do, I've got to admit. <laughs> Has that happened? Yeah, we. Um, there are kind of two different categories here. There are famous people that we've actually met and talked to, and then there are... <laughs> Famous people that we have been around when they're when they're nearby. We've been in their proximity. Yeah. So I guess the, the first category is people like Stan Walker, um, mm. who we, we got to meet at Parachute Studios a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was really cool. He's just just a really down to earth guy, um, and he's done a lot of work with our producer um, on his live recordings. So yeah, it was definitely like one of those moments for well, I know for me. I was kind of like, oh my goodness, it's, you know, Stan Walker, you walk into the lunchroom and it's, you know, someone that I, I we just lo- love his music and and um, then all of a sudden you're sitting down and he's wanting to have lunch with, with all of us and it's like, okay, you know, <laughs> this guy's a really cool, really cool, normal person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then um, there's some other, the second category of people, I guess, is... Um, Oh, well, I guess La- we met Lauren um, Yeah, Lauren <laughs> Daigle. When she was at, <laughs> yeah. when uh, we opened for her at Festival One, we were kind of waiting for her to come backstage so we could meet her. But she she didn't show up until you know five minutes before she went on stage, and she pretty much just went straight from the van onto the stage. Um, it was like oh. true star <laughs> status. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we oh we got to meet Phil Joel at, um, this year. Actually, he came over from Nashville, which was a hoot. Yeah, and, he's a good um, guy. We got to sing the blessing with him live with a whole bunch of people from other bands and mm. and um, yeah, that was that was really cool to meet him. Um, and yeah. actually, John Mike McMillan, I met back in 2018. Um, the girls weren't there, but I know I'm so <laughs> sad about that. I, I was, it was a pretty lame encounter actually on my part. Um, this couple went before me and they were like, "We love your music and we, we've got copies of all your albums that we'd like you to sign." and you know, we got married to your music and we got engaged to your music and then I was after this couple went in the line and I just said, I just like your music, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm the boring one. <laughs> I don't have a story or anything. I just, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, there's um, plenty of music festivals I've been to and uh, you know, sometimes you bump into artists and you go, yeah, who are you again? Where, where are you from or whatever? And then there's the other ones that you just go, I'm not worthy to be standing on your... You know, next year. <laughs> but only say the word. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the Michael W. Smith versus the little indie artists or whatever. And uh, just, you know, yeah. it's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Anyway. That's true. But look, it's been so good talking to you guys. Thank you so much for uh, joining us all right across Australia tonight. Thanks for having us. Um, Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Absolute pleasure. Praying for your country too in these, these times and 
And um, yeah, thanks so much for having us on the station. That's yeah, right. we really appreciate you playing our music. Yeah, well, let us know when you get any more stuff and when you're coming on tour because you know we've got that Australia Kiwi bubble thing sort of happening. I know. Um, oh, we'd love to. We've so. we've got an album uh, set to be released in the next couple of months. So and a new awesome. uh, we got a new single coming out, um, which is actually more electronic, I guess. Mm, it probably is. Like, mm-hmm. Right. Uh, called the evidence, which will release. Um, in the next month or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just did the vocals. We finished it um, on Tuesday, last Tuesday. So Fantastic. Watch this All space. Right, we will. <laughs> well, thank you so much once again, ladies and gentlemen, the Sations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.